welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And hello, my name is Kay. Today we will be reading from the book by Jenny Allen, Made for This. Okay, we're going to start out with the tailor. What Bible verse do you have for us? Our Bible verse today is Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. If I were to submit all my ways to him, my path wouldn't be crooked sometimes. Okay? <laughs> Good point. He, he would make my path straight. I would have no doubt what the path would be. Yeah. I know. It's mm-hmm. funny because why don't we want to submit? Because I really do try to pray about everything, no matter how minute it is. And I heard somebody say, how can you go to God and ask for piddly crap and pray for that? And it says, all, like, in all your ways. Yes. The verse says, in all your ways. Not just some of your ways or some things. No. All, all Yeah. Yeah, and some people don't believe in that, but I I just, we're here to serve him, and we're here to love people, and we're here to help people. If you don't submit to him in all your ways, you're going to miss something that he wants to do, whether you're at the gas station, the grocery store, going to buy an apple. I mean, it might sound stupid, but it's not. This is when God uses his children I mean, you might say, I love your hair today. And that person might be so bummed she was going to commit suicide. But look what you've done. God uses us in every tiny way if we submit to him. We do not have power to change our own, our own souls or to change others. At times, that concept has crippled and frustrated me until its truth shifted me to freedom. I do not want to be responsible for what can only be handled and achieved by God himself. I'm not the tailor. I just have these threads. It is possible that you have dug into scripture with all your heart and prayed for God to show you his will. And laid out your threads and done every project in this book. And you still feel unsure about your purpose. Take comfort. This is a journey that God put into motion. And he knows that he needs to tether us to himself with the unknowns. We all get, we get all independent with what we think we know. Amen, sister. I remember a day when my then 13-year-old son, Connor, walked into my room, sat down on the sofa and said, Mom, I need to tell you about my day. I immediately assumed he was obligated by the school principal to tell me the trouble he had incurred. But instead, he started rambling about his friendships and the girl's heart he recently broke. And he wondered out loud with me how to navigate it all. My son, for the first time in months, needed me, and he couldn't have done any more spectacular act to show his love for me. Close your eyes like Jesus did and pray. Right now, wherever you are, tell God you need him. We forget we need him, 
but he dearly loves to hear from us. And the beautiful thing is that we tend to remember when we are pouring our lives into his purposes, when we are building for him. His spirit reminds us we need him every day. I remember I need God when. I feel tangled up with sin and fear. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Second Timothy 1.7 I don't know what to do. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me from John 10:27. I forget, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. John 14:26. I am discouraged. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans from Romans 8.26. We need God when we are restless, bored, numb, cold, selfish, or distracted. It won't be some great vision that will fill our souls. It will be the Spirit of the living God and him alone. Running dependent. Let me tell you about the 13-year-old who mellowed me with his menderings of 7th grade life that day. Our oldest son, Connor, has always been a naturally gifted athlete. He could thank God for accessing more of my husband's genes pool than mine while <laughs> building my son. As good an athlete as Connor was early in the season of every sport, he thought too hard. He played fearfully and watched the clock and the referee, and you could see him thinking about the plays and minding the roles. But then, finally, at some point in every season, he completely let go and played his guts out. Then, by the last game or two, my son was playing lights out. It was usually sloppy. His mop of blonde hair and floppy and body flopping around, but he played with such abandon in those last games that it worked. It wasn't perfect or pretty, but it was passionate and in a way effortless. The crowd always went wild (laughs) and Connor barely noticed because he was having so much fun. God is after this kind of living from us and no doubt we are craving it too. But this free, abandoned, passionate kind of life is not possible without one thing. And that one thing is perhaps the most neglected thing in all of modern Christianity. The Spirit. The Spirit. The pattern of the Spirit. Because people mess up huge, destructive ways. Because we are afraid we won't live well without structure. And because it feels like something is missing, we fill gaps with things we think may work. Systems, rules, expectations, prescriptions. 
And yet God spent the Old Testament foreshadowing something to come and the New Testament explaining what had come. I will put my law in their minds. I will write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people from Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three. Empowered, convicted, encouraged, peaceful. This is the normative pattern of the Spirit of God in a person. Most of us are looking everywhere for a life like this. We're restless because we are exhausted from living in our own strength. We have come to the end of our own striving. I don't know what you will do when you end this journey, but I trust fully in the promise of Scripture scripture, that if you commit all your ways to the Lord, he will set your path straight from Proverbs 3, 6. For me, that has typically looked like knowing only the exact next step in my race and trusting him with the darkness looming ahead. So together, let's step forward, pursue the tailor, and trust him to create something good with his threads. The tailor. Spend a few hours alone somewhere quiet where you can reconnect with God. Talk to God about your relationship with him, your need for him, the threads that are becoming clear and the unknowns of your future and purpose. In what ways is it difficult for you to trust God? What circumstances remind you that you need God? What might God be calling you to do and what scares you about it? And just remember, you can tell God, I'm scared. And I just don't know if this is going to work out or not. So why don't you show me? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty mm-hmm. forth like you know, that with God I am because I just... I don't understand God and you really need to tell me because this is not making sense in my brain. I think it's where saying to him, you know, your need for him. I I need you. I Mm -hmm. I need you. I I need you. Yeah. We all need him and he loves that we need him. Yeah. He really does. We were created. We were, yes, we were created. We were created to need him. Well, okay, we're going to end it there. And then next week, I think we're going to talk about your threads. So we want to thank everybody for stopping by. If today were your last day, where would you spend eternity? It's your choice. 